0: From Jay to Jomar. The story of why I asked my colleagues to call me someone who I'm not. Hi there. Uh, Thanks so much for reading and listening every week. Every other week, whenever these things come out. Uh, From the heart, I really, truly appreciate it. And uh, before you listen on to, to this week's podcast... I want to ask you for a favor. So if you find that, you, that that this is valuable for you, if you find that you look forward to it, if there's some energy for you when you listen to it, uh, my the favor I want to ask is to share it. I, I would really truly love that. I work hard to to be personal, personal, and vulnerable, and you know share my heart on this newsletter. And it would mean a lot if you shared it. I'll have some updates uh, next week regarding going on a paid option. I'm realizing that it's okay to ask readers who love what I'm doing to match the energy I pour into this through a paid subscription. Don't worry, there will always be a free option. Uh, But for those who are invested and are also interested in other ways to support, I want to provide those opportunities for you as well. Thanks so much. And yeah, now on to this week's blog. Alright, from Jay to Jomar. So, 15 years ago, the year I graduated from college, I started asking my new colleagues to call me Jay instead of Jomar. Yeah, You see, I got this incredible opportunity to work at the biggest, most influential talent agency in the world, Creative Artists Agency. Many folks know it as CAA. And uh, yeah, you've, if you've been listening for a while, you probably know that, that I've worked there before and I've, I've talked about this. And uh, in the email, you'll see a picture of the, the building that I took, just so you can kind of get a sense of where I'm coming from. So I remember walking up. For my interview and feeling out of pocket, I I felt completely out of my zone. When I walked in, everything was made of expensive marble and the rooms were made of glass. It was the kind of place I always dreamed of working at. A-list celebrities were walking through the halls, sports figures like Cristiano Ronaldo, Derek Cheater, and LeBron James made up the roster of representation place smelled full of opportunities, right? And then here I was, this brown kid, first generation immigrant from the Philippines with the audacity to actually feel like he can hang in that arena. So when I got the job offer, something flipped inside of me. I felt like I could no longer be the previous version of me. I felt like I had to be someone new. You see, there's something valid about this idea of becoming someone new when you level up, but you know, back then this transformation I went into was rooted in fear. It wasn't rooted in self-trust or self-love. It was a knee-jerk reaction, really. I didn't have a reason for that change of, of name. It just came from an unconscious place and you know the last 10 years of my life has been working to make the unconscious more conscious i didn't know it at the time but there was a lot of anger inside of me a lot of shame guilt and insecurity about who i was this 20 something right this led to seeing myself as a victim of my external circumstances I looked around and found some sort of justifying reason as to why I didn't have as much success as others. I convinced myself that I would never make it to the top of whatever field I decided to jump into. I held on to these beliefs so tightly in an unconscious way and delimited my success. It limited the way I saw myself in this beautiful, miraculous world in which we get to inhabit. So I think that's why I started asking people to call me Jay back then. I didn't want them to see all of this. I believed that if people started calling me Jay, all of the unbelief, lack of confidence, and not enoughness would magically disappear. I would all of a sudden feel like I belonged in that powerful arena that is CAA. But that's just not how true transformation works. The Buddhist teacher, Pima Chodron, says, quote, Only to the extent that we expose ourselves over and over to annihilation can that which is indestructible be found in us. It is 100% true that there is something indestructible, incorruptible, and immeasurable within us. That which is infinite that which is divine james finley says it isn't that we're in the presence of god but god giving god's self to us as our presence see creation's spirit itself is moving through us as us moment by moment breath by breath heartbeat by heartbeat. This is our true nature. A work of transformation then is to relax into this understanding, to come back to this original wholeness. And the path back to this is to expose ourselves over and over to annihilation, as Pima said. In other words, we must detach ourselves from all the ways we connect our sense of well-being, and certainty to the things we have, to our titles, our status, our money, or the way we think other people see us. All of these must be deconstructed. We must let all of them go. This is a lifelong practice. In reality, this is the work we are invited into for the rest of our lives. Spirit won't impose itself on us because then it wouldn't be love. We are free by birthright and we have choice. Spirit then will only whisper, knock, nudge, invite, but it will never impose. Our only job is to say yes over and over and over again. To look into our deepest fears and deepest longings. To see them all as falsehoods. To see the whole process as an everlasting dance. Over 10 years ago, I first sat down in a room with a professional who guided me through all the ways that fortified my ego. Week by week, I stepped into annihilation. It was scary because I believed that if anyone knew about the thoughts I had about myself... I wouldn't be loved. It literally felt like dying because perhaps that part of me was dying. Since then, I realized that the only way to keep growing was to keep finding my scary edges and joyfully walking into them. To keep taking risks, even if there's something micro like asking for a free dessert, raging my coaches rates, my coaching rates or wanting a night out away from my wife and kids. At the beginning of this year, I asked my wife for a few nights away by myself in Joshua Tree. Even the process before asking revealed all of these unconscious beliefs about my marriage, the requests I can and cannot make, and why I deserve some things and I did not deserve others. There was fear of rejection, fear of not being seen, fear of not knowing, what I would actually do with that much solitude for the first time in my life. But I remembered what I learned in this work. Aliveness is on the other side of annihilation. Peace is on the other side of fear. Love is on the other side of isolation and solitude. of this is available for you too in fact by virtue of listening to this part of you has already felt spirits invite to come alive to claim what is yours your birthright tiny step by tiny step forward you are worthy of your greatest dreams my friend i repeat you are worthy of all your greatest dreams It won't just come to you. You got to do the work. And if you find that you can't go down this path on your own, well, you're definitely not the only one. All of us need safe guidance into this terrain, and I was blessed enough to find safe spaces to do so. My invite is for you to reach out to me or someone you trust for a professional referral to help you claim your biggest self and your most audacious dreams. Life is too precious and too short. You truly do deserve all that you want out of it. There's a link in this newsletter for an emergence call if you are curious to spend some time talking to me. Fair warning, if you book, it'll be a little scary. It'll feel a little uncomfortable that's part of it but I promise it'll be safe with zero judgment you'll always be in choice and there will be some laughter along the way too with much love Jomar okay friends Ah, so grateful to get to share like this with you all of you are um you know affirming me in some way by by just listening so thank you if you're interested in becoming a one-on-one client again there's this stuff in the newsletter and the email so look through that uh, i'm actually looking to work with uh, a coach this year who wants to increase their income and their impact so um i, I built a, a six-figure coaching practice from the last five plus years, it's been quite a journey, a lot of challenges, and I want to be able to mentor and coach someone to achieve the same thing. So if you're a coach or a consultant and you want to take your business to the next level, want to, want to understand what it's like to put yourself out there to have these kind of conversations, I dare you reply to this. And uh, I also work with high performers like founders, execs, CEOs, athletes, investors, folks in tech, CPG, VC. So if you're listening to this and you want a sort of a safe space, a secret lab to start journeying towards your impossible, let's connect to. Okay, so all of the details are in a newsletter. Uh, I would love to hear from you wishing you so much grace and so much peace and love and prosperity and all of that good all of the goodness um, enjoy the rest of your week my friends bye bye